At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like... My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. This is Live Bet Saturday on VSIN, the sports betting network. Live Bet Saturday, presented by BetMGM. I'm Jonathan Von Tobel. Danny Burke alongside as well. So for those who are just joining us around the country, the world even, uh, a lot to get to. So second halves are beginning in both bowl games. Uh, to reset for myself, I have a full game over 31.5 in Iowa and Kentucky and a second half under of 14 for that matchup. So trying to set up a little bit of a, a middle for myself. Uh, Danny has Alabama minus six and a half. Am I correct there? You got it. Okay. Yep, sweating out the Crimson Tide, lane six in the hook. I also have Kansas State plus three and a half, but we don't need to talk about that. <laughs> you know? I saw, it's funny, we can admit sometimes in, in our business, Danny, as they say, you know, you can admit sometimes when you make mistakes, right? Like I openly admitted at the start of the show that I've got Kansas State plus three and a half because I bet it early and I took a little bit of a gamble. I also got quite a few great numbers on bowl games uh, earlier that I bet. So, you know, you take a little bit of a risk. Sometimes you get rewarded. Sometimes you don't. But sometimes you can risk it. You know, you, you can admit it. You know what I mean? You don't have to always be like, oh, you know, I got the best number. And I've seen some, I'm just going to put that out there. I've seen some folks who I know got in at Kansas State at a number like mine. Not really saying that they did. Like, it's okay. It's okay, man. It's okay. We don't have to all be perfect. All right. As we wait for these to begin, we also have some games uh, that are going to tip off in college basketball and want to give an update on a result that we are going to have in college basketball. Uh, as Wes Reynolds so eloquently put, ex gone give it to you, Xavier, with an 83-73 win over UConn in this early morning matchup. So Xavier, who closes about a three-and-a-half-point underdog in this game, is going to get the outright win over UConn. UConn fails to cover now three straight games, Connecticut does. So again, as we kind of talked about, Power ratings tend to kind of peak, Danny. It happens in all sports. And on top of that, right, when you start to get into conference play, you're running into some similar, uh, some similarly rated opponents. So UConn suffers its first loss of the season and its third consecutive failed cover. And by no means the season over. Xavier is a very, very good squad, and uh, they are very well coached. And this is just, hey, man, it's a long year. It's hard to go undefeated, and it's uh, impossible, I'd say to go undefeated against the spread, and that's going to be the case for UConn. So that final is in the books. Wanted to update some games really quickly that we're going to see tip off here momentarily before we get back to football. 
Uh, you stop me when you got something here, Dan, all right? I don't want to just <laughs> ramble. You stop me when you got something. Really interesting matchup. Baylor on the road against Iowa State. Uh, Iowa State is going to close as a one-and-a-half-point underdog on its home court, 132-and-a-half the total here. Iowa State, a fantastic defensive team, really good at forcing a bunch of turnovers, see if they can get that done there against Baylor. Texas on the road against Oklahoma. Longhorns are going to close as a three-and-a-half-point favorite with a total of 132-and-a-half. Mountain West action, people will be like, who cares? No. Very good conference, deep conference at that. Fresno State, Utah State. Utah State's going to close as an 11.5-point favorite, total of 135.5 in that matchup with the Bulldogs. Marquette Villanova, Nova's going to close as a 2.5-point favorite, total of 144.5. And And we will go to Arizona, Arizona State, to close out this update here as Arizona is going to go off as a 5.5-point favorite with a total of 155.5 on the road against Arizona State. With that, the floor is yours, Daniel, because I believe we have a score update in the Sugar Bowl. Yeah, I think it's Ja'Cory Brooks, 36-yard reception, something like that. Early action from Alabama. There we go. We talked about the total and thinking it could go over. Alabama not taking their foot off the pedal. Boom, right away, less than two minutes into the second half. Huge touchdown, and now they're going to be up 28-10. to Kansas State's got their work cut out for them, and uh, yeah, uh, you know, plus three and a half looking a little bit sketchy now but hey we can always find other ways to kind of salvage that you know the most important thing here jbt and you pretty much have alluded to it from the start we just need that over to cash for you for iowa baby that's all we're rooting for at this point come on let the records show that i never pour salt in the wound of losses uh, like that for you but that's fine that's fine i will take it (laughs) hey i'm not (laughs) <laughs> not, there's no celebrating early, nothing here, nothing there. I'm rooting for you, my man. We got this. Um, also wanted to point out, w- the one thing that we brought up from a schematic standpoint, w- what was the one thing we said that Kansas State had to work on, right? Your secondary is giving a big play mm-hmm. after big play. Yep. And sure enough, like you said, Corey Brooks, 32-yard reception for a touchdown. You did not, you did not fix that problem. <laughs> that problem has not been fixed here in this second half. And so giving up those big plays, a very big problem for that team. All right, update in Kentucky and Iowa. Iowa punts the ball back uh, after an opening three and out to Kentucky. So Kentucky is going to take over from here uh, and see if they can get some. Just give me, give me one score, Kentucky. Come on, like that's all we need here. Uh, second half total again of fourteen. So we'll see. Um, see, this is thrilling. Low scoring games can be fun. This is what we're keeping track of here. It's what you like to see. Okay. In-game total and number for Alabama really quickly is the full update. Uh, it has hit the board. Alabama in-game 18.5 with a total of 65.5. You know, Danny, I do wonder, do we start to get to the point, and you don't like to say this because Kansas State was very, very uh, competitive in that first half, right? That blowout under angle that we talk about all the time, yeah. right? Which is once the team that has the lead starts to really take that lead, the algorithm Uh, will keep adjusting that total when in reality the team that doesn't have anything left going for and or the team with the massive lead starts to take the air out of the ball a little bit more and starts to uh, the scoring starts to dip even though the algorithm doesn't adjust and I'll throw another scenario at you you ready for this Mm -hmm. let's hear it if Alabama gets a big enough lead why in the world would Bryce Young continue to play right Right. I mean, it was questionable why some of these guys were playing in the first place. So, yeah, I, that that's what's so tricky about this in like bowl season. It's what is the thought process from these coaches going to be in terms of, hey, we have a big lead 28 to 10. OK, are we just going to play conservative and, you know, send ourselves out? Or do you put in some other guys still kind of just go nuts because you're having fun, you're playing free, you do some trickery. Uh, realistically, Saban is probably going to go more conservative, but yeah, I, look, it's still very, very early, but at some point, yes, that is going to be a conversation we need to have if this lead is going to be this wide and we're heading in to probably yeah, the beginning stages of the fourth quarter and the number's still a little bit of an adjustment. That's when I think you got to take it more seriously. But because it was such a quick score, I don't think it's willing or you should be willing to commit on that right away. Bryce Young's so freaking good. They just showed that touchdown again. That was an absolute dime, dude. Um the Texans hey, JVT, I was gonna, yeah, I was just gonna say you're a Colts guy. I mean, so would you rather have Bryce Young? Is that your top choice if you had the opportunity? Oh, I mean, of course, it's not gonna be. The Colts are, uh, of course, working on a top five pick. That tie is gonna screw them. Uh, what now? Here's the deal. This is what you're really hoping for. If you're any team that's not like the Houston Texans, you want the Texans 
to win this game against Jacksonville. We need your Bears to continue to lose because they yeah. would then move into the driver's seat for the number one overall pick. And then the Colts need to trade up to get that pick, right? Because Chicago would not take the quarterback mm-hmm. and Chicago then would be able to acquire the assets they want to move back in the draft uh, to get like, a, you know, whatever other player, a Will Anderson type, whatever it may be. Yeah. That's the scenario. Let's go. What it, what if what if your Colts go for the veteran quarterback in Derek Carr? What if they go that route again? <laughs> we were discussing this off the air earlier, and uh, that would be, I think, a massive mistake. Derek Carr, you would think, is a floor raiser, right? A team, New York, Washington, both New Yorks will throw in there, right? It's a team that, hey, we can convince ourselves we're a quarterback away from being competitive. Right. Let's go get that guy. Like those teams are now the Colts, what the Colts thought they were over the last three years, right? Which is chasing a starting quarterback to kind of get you in position to win a title that you think you're capable of winning. Now you're looking at teams like Washington and New York's, the New York's. uh, And I think the Jets are probably obviously up a little bit higher there than, right? Or even, I mean, you can maybe on the fringes throw in a, uh, a Miami Dolphins type. But I think that's where you're going with if you're Derek Carr. I don't think the Colts are trying to maximize that ceiling. I, I think the, the window has closed. JVT, did you see that? Uh, looks like there's going to be another scoring opportunity present here for the Crimson Tide. Bad throw, another interception. So this is this is the point I was going to bring up before we divert, you know, went to the NFL path. So I thought these next two drives, Danny, this was going to bring up, these are the big drives to decide whether or not what's going to happen with Bryce Young and Will Anderson and these others, yep. right? Because if Kansas State was going to score on this drive and make this a little bit of a tighter game, and then maybe you throw those guys back out there because, you know, this thing's not going to get out of hand. You want to be competitive. However, if Alabama is going to take a 35-10 lead here and then get another stop on the other end, then all of a sudden now you're looking around and going, all right, there's no point, right? We don't need to play these guys. We can kind of just, you know, this thing out and get a bowl victory, there's no need to risk going forward. And this was a great point brought up by a lot of people uh, when it comes to covering college football. There were probably some insurance policies as you're into the end zone already. So this is a 34-10 lead. This is completely out of hand now. Like there were probably insurance policies taken out for these guys in case of injury. But at this point right now, why do it? You're up 34-10. Your defense is completely suffocating them at this point right now. They're not having really any sustained success. It's kind of out of hand. I'd be surprised if Bryce Young and company, like, again, the guys with some bigger aspirations like a Will Anderson type, who, by the way, we talked about this earlier, is already on some kind of weird snap count, situational count. They're probably not long for this game. Yeah, what do you think? Is it going to be like, if they get one more stop, one more score, then for sure you would think to do that, right? I mean, what, what is that What is that, uh, that line that you got to cross for that to happen if you're saving to make that decision? Or maybe, like you said, maybe it's not even saving. It's already been pre-established. But uh, what point do you think that's going to be now? Because, again, yeah. it's still so early. It finally just hit two minutes in the second half. But 14 points right now, uh, how much more do you need to go? Because it's still a lot of time. There is a lot of time. But I'll tell you this, what's Danny, uh, in-game total, 71 and a half now Mm. i think that's an under again we're talking about this getting out of hand in in the crimson tide with the potential of taking out their quarterback in a a total of 71 and a half would assume more scoring and kansas state would have to pull up their end but and yep and 71 and a half down to 69 and the back up to 70 so 71 and a half was pretty high but i'd assume the market's going to see some support on this under 71 and a half that's really high given the scenario we're looking at right right now it is, it, but it's just like, what is the play calling going to be for Alabama? Because even if they put up uh, in, in the backup quarterback, I mean, do you still give him kind of normal reps because you want to get him prepped for the future and just get him some more experience, all those type of things? Or is it just going to be like, all right, hey, we're just getting Bryce Young out of there. We're getting out of here. Everybody's safe, healthy, happy, all of that. And kind of just doing a run, run, then pass on third down. It's something you got to contemplate with still a lot of time. All right, we'll take our break here. We come back. We got plenty left to get to on Live Bet Saturday. Don't go anywhere, folks. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. This is Live Bet Saturday on VSAN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back in. Live Bet Saturday. Jonathan Von Tobel, Danny Burke alongside here is wrapping up the uh, final hour with Danny and myself. Uh, let's get some expert opinions on what we're going to see later today and what we're seeing so far. Michael Felder is with us at In the Bleachers up on Twitter, college football analyst. Nice enough to give us some time on a very big day. College football semifinals. Uh, Michael, let's start with, I think, the story of the day when it comes to those two games. Uh, the betting market moving pretty solidly in favor of Ohio State. Buckeyes now a five-point underdog. They were six and a half pretty much the entire month leading up to this game. Uh, what do you make of the late steam here toward the Buckeyes, and do you think it is the right move? I, I think it's a possible move. I don't know if it's right. I think Georgia still wins the football game. I think the number's getting interesting. Uh, the reality for me is... Ohio State can beat Georgia. It's not a matter of if they're capable of doing it. It's more a matter of are they going to do everything they have to do to get that done. I think it starts on offense. C.J. Stroud, I think we need to see him in the run game. We've got no Travion Henderson. We've got Mayan Williams, who's coming off a stomach bug, who didn't practice until, I believe, Tuesday. Mm -hmm. So this is going to be really interesting to see how this all shakes out. But I do think C.J. Stroud, if C.J. Stroud can give them numbers in the run game, and, 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 and help them steal yardage from Georgia, then they've got an opportunity in addition to obviously pushing the ball vertically down the field, which we've seen what we saw LSU do it. Uh, we saw Mizzou and, and Kent State be able to stretch them horizontally. We saw LSU stretch them vertically and have success. Both All three of those teams had success. So I, I understand where the number's coming from. And, and as you guys know better than anybody, right, folks are trying to buy in. They're trying to buy in a little bit, right, and, and hope that they get a cover or hope that they hit that number. So it's going to be really interesting. I think we see a game that's pretty high scoring, and it's either going to be high scoring because Georgia puts up 50 like they did against LSU or because we see a shootout between the two teams. It's funny, Michael, that you just went to the total because that's where I was going to go and ask you about that. So we see this number at about 62, and I kind of gravitate toward this as well as being kind of a higher scoring battle. Uh, you know, as betters, we a lot of times look for in-game angles, meaning say if it's a slow start, then the number adjusts and we can take advantage of a shorter number on the total while still hitting the over. Do you think that may be a way to approach it? Like these teams will be a tad bit more conservative in the beginning stages and it'll start off slow? Or do you think you're fine to jump in on it now because it's just going to start right away and persist throughout the entirety of the game? So I don't listen. You guys are gamblers by nature. I go. I'm a. I'm football first, and then I'm. I'm trying to figure out how to work that into the what the numbers are telling people. If and here's what I will say from a football first standpoint: If Ohio State starts slow, they are going to get their brains beat in. Yeah. So they can't do that. They have to. You got to start. You, you. We talk about throw everything at them, even the kitchen sink. They have to start with the kitchen sink. So if they don't start hot, they're going to have a problem. And I think they do start hot, which leads me to 
doing I'm, I'm running with the number right now at the top if i'm telling someone what they're what, what i would do right now I, i'm putting i'm playing the over early if they start slow maybe you can buy back in you know whether it's a it's a quarter total it's a halftime total halftime total any of those things or halftime spread but if they start slow from a football standpoint if ohio state starts slow they're going to be in a lot of trouble well, we were talking about this with C.J. Stroud in Ohio State and, like, the route for Georgia. Michael, you know, you talk about this from a, a football standpoint. I thought, like, the MVP potentially here for Georgia would be Jalen Carter, right? Like, bringing interior yeah. pressure, like, getting Stroud out of that pocket, right? The, the difference between edge pressure and interior pressure. And Stroud's numbers under pressure are atrocious. If Georgia's winning this game, if they're covering it, and if they're doing what they've done throughout the season, which is suffocating opponents at really big games, it's got to be Jalen Carter having a really big game, is it not? Yeah, I think that interior, I'm glad you hit on the interior pressure because I, I think that's important, which is why I already said C.J. Stroud has to become a factor in the run game. Yeah. If you, listen, Jalen Carter's going to line up against all five of these Ohio State offensive linemen. That's one of the beauties of what he can do. This is a guy that played from a five all the way to a zero on, on, either, side of the, uh, on either side of that line. So he's going to find, it's going to be poking and prodding and finding a weakness that they have up front. And C.J. Stroud has to, accommodate that weakness by using his leg. So I, again, I go back to the key. Yes, Jalen Carter is incredibly important, but I think that CJ Stroud running, he either runs and they have a chance or he doesn't run and they get washed out. All right, Mike, looking at the other matchup then with Michigan and TCU, it seems like the late steam is coming toward the Wolverines. We've been seeing them at about seven in the hook uh, for the better part of the last month, I guess you could say. I know they opened up yeah. higher, but it's most consistently been seven in the hook, and some shops now have it up to eight. What do you make of this game? Is it going to be maybe closer in the first half and then Michigan pulls away in the later stages like we've seen a lot, or is TCU going to be capable to hang in strong the whole time? Uh, two teams that have, over the course of the season, majority of their games started pretty slow. Yeah. And Michigan, obviously, they were losing to Rutgers in the first half, right? And, and TCU, obviously, has had uh, well, they have four or five comebacks, uh, second-half comebacks to win games, uh, to go undefeated in regulation. Obviously, we know they lost the Big 12 championship game in overtime. Um, the big key for me, there, there's two, there's – I think there's two things that we got to focus on here, uh, and this is how if you're if you're if you're if you're playing this game, this is how you make your decision. Do you think that Quentin Johnston and Savion Williams are going to make huge plays early? Because if they make, if you do think that, and you think they're going to make huge plays early, I think that you should be looking at you should be looking at TCU possibly pulling off this upset. Because if the game is put in JJ McCarthy's hands, I think Michigan is going to have a problem. And then the other thing you have to look at is, will TCU make the same mistakes they made against Deuce Vaughn? And they've had a month to try to fix him. I don't think they're going to make the same mistakes against Donovan Edwards that they made against Deuce Vaughn. Two guys in one gap, uh, guys not pursuing good angles, bad angles, all those things. I think they've fixed those things. So I think we're going to see a real ball game here. Seven and, five, seven and a half, even the eight feels like a good number. I think we're looking at a one-score game, and I think TCU is going to hang around and have an opportunity to win late. You talk about the slow starts for both of these teams at this first half, and it's a great point. But from a scoring and pace standpoint, what do you expect? Because this total has been bet down from about 59 to 57 and a half. And actually, where I'm sitting at in Circa here in Vegas, it's as low as 56 now. Yeah, I, I think that's – man, it's – you guys are so good there, man. You guys are so good because the reality – and this is the way – and tell me if this is crazy, like galaxy brain stuff. But the way that I think about that is how do I get to 56 points? 56 is what? That could be 30 and 26. That's a one-score game. Yep. Okay, that's where we are. And I think Michigan is a team that doesn't want to score a lot, and they're more comfortable the lower the score is. And I think TCU is comfortable pushing the pedal to the metal, and I think they know they have to do that. So for me, you know what? I think I'm playing the over here because at the end of the day, TCU knows they have to score. Michigan doesn't really hey, want to score, so we're going to see what happens. Hey, Michael. Yeah, I, you know, I want to talk to you about another game where you could see a lot of scoring because JVT and I were having a conversation about this and maybe looking for the best way to approach it. Tell us what you think for this USC and Tulane showdown that on Monday, because you have two really strong offenses. USC's defense, definitely their weak part, maybe a tad bit overrated. And, you know, we're talking about it from the public betting standpoint, like, oh, man, USC's only laying two points. Why is that? Well, the green wave can score. And you see this total all the way as high is 63 in the hook. Do you think this game could feature a lot of scoring? 
I do. And I still, I don't know if you guys know, I don't know what Caleb Williams' status is. Right. And so that's a that's a big thing. But, you know, I like the under here because Tulane, the best part of their team isn't the offense. The best part of their team is the defense. And you look at that number right there, it's just Tulane plus two. Nobody in their right mind would have thought coming into this game pre-Pac-12 um, championship that this would be pre-championship weekend, that this would be a plus two if USC was to play Tulane. And now it is. Why? Because Tulane absolutely will put the paws on you defensively. And that's the thing I'm looking for. This is a team that's got a lot to prove. They got a lot to earn. So I, I'm going I'm going under on this one because I think that they're going to I think this is going to be a lower scoring game than USC probably wants it to be. Michael Felder with us at In the Bleachers up on Twitter. All right, we're getting to get you out of here on this. Uh, we're looking at 850 left to go in the third. It's 3510. Yep. Alabama's up on top of Kansas State. At what point does Bryce Young get out of this game? That, that's going to happen, right? Yeah, I think at the end of the third quarter. Uh, but I do think that he came back for a reason. And I said this on College Sports Now, a show that I do. You can find it on, the, the, on any podcast feed. But I said I thought Alabama was going to absolutely workshop. They were just going to boat race these guys. And you can see the talent level difference. You can see that this is an Alabama team that feels a little bit angry and insulted that they didn't get the playoff bid. And they're a team that, honestly, like when you have – Two guys are going to get picked in the top five of the draft, and they decide, you know what? I'm not sitting out. I'm going to play. You know that this is a team that's hyper-focused on going out and embarrassing them. It reminds me a lot of the 2010 Alabama team that Saban got motivated to go out and play against Michigan State. They won that game 49-7. to I think this game, they may score 50 points this game, and then once you get that number, you get to go ahead and take Bryce Young out of there and uh, let some young guys get a chance. Michael, it's good to talk to you as always, man. Thank you very much for the time. Appreciate it. Enjoy the games later today. Sounds good. You guys take it easy. Again, at In the Bleachers, Michael Felder, college football analyst. Um, yeah, and the reason why I bring that up again, Danny, uh, from an in-game total standpoint, as this continues to drop and we saw a peak at 71 and a half, you're getting closer to that territory of Alabama just kind of pulling the plug on this thing. So we got 18, 18-13-ish uh, left to go in the third quarter. And uh, Kansas State, it's going to be a third and long here. How about this? 257 total yards for Kansas State. Deuce Vaughn responsible for 104 of those. So they have nothing. Every other drive's been so slow for them. That's been the only explosive ones. Yep. All right. Last half hour, Danny and myself, before I end it off to the guys to hand you, uh, to take you through the rest of the day. Continue to update everything going on as K State gets a big play downfield. This is Live Bet Saturday on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber for only $79. Get access to everything we do from now through the big dance. Sign up today. You'll also receive $20 to buy VSIN Sports Betting hats, shirts, mugs, and other great gear at our online store. Only VSIN Pro subscribers get access to our daily recap of the top plays made by VSIN show hosts and guests, betting splits, and betting reports. It's a limited time offer. Sign up now. Get VSIN Pro access to the end of March Madness at VSIN.com slash subscribe all right i think it's official i think uh i think coming in on under 14 for the second half was the way to go to get off of my pre-flop bet of over 31 and a half this thing is dead danny and you know what this is why i think i'm going to call it dead in this uh, music city bowl uh this last drive for kentucky not the one that they're currently on uh, but the one prior to that they had a nine play 36 yard drive that got 36 yards and took off five minutes of game clock like that's that 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 kind of a drive is a killer for you if you get like three points out of it i'm in a gym i'm generally in a pretty good position but to change to take that much of the quarter out of a game like this get nothing from it and then you know get another three and out from iowa which by the way one of the most like chef's kiss beautiful plays i've seen so you remember the the thursday night game brock purdy uh, against the seahawks the double pump fake to a wide open George Kittle, right? Brilliantly drawn up play, touchdown. It was great. We saw a double pump fake for Iowa that led to a check down of a crossing route to a tight end who was tackled for a light, like to, to, for a loss of a yard. Um, uh. I, I, it's it's brilliant to watch these two offenses, but the quarterback play for Kentucky has been abysmal. The coordination of the offense, shockingly for Iowa, has been just as abysmal. 
JVT, the, the funny thing from the perspective of someone who went to Nebraska where Iowa is your rival, my sister went there, a bunch of friends went there, you know, we're always jawing at each other, is that Iowa is so hilarious because people will look at this game and they will see the big lead for Iowa and they'll go, man, everything is all right. We are looking fine and dandy. Kirk Ferentz ain't going anywhere because they still end up with a winning record every year, but they are virtually stuck in purgatory because they never get a good good quarterback they always get some slow guy back there you're good in the trenches good with your dbs you have a good tight end every now and then but it doesn't matter because you're going to have the same result each year you are literally stuck in no man's land if you are iowa at least nebraska can change their coaches even if it doesn't work uh wisconsin getting fickle in the mix the big 10 gonna be getting usc and ucla and Iowa's gonna fall by the wayside heck nebraska even beat iowa in basketball the tides are turning and iowa's stuck in purgatory and yeah you won your bowl game congratulations but in the long run where is that going to get you you're going to be stuck with old man Ferentz who's still doing things the old way who has his son as the offensive coordinator who has one of the worst offenses in the country so it's it's a win and lose situation for this Hawkeyes team I guess well you hit on you hit on the big thing here for Iowa um and big picture wise this is a lesson for everybody uh nepotism is a cancer right I mean that's what that is it's it's Kirk Ferentz not wanting to fire his son who sucks at his job it's incredible that he's even got the job to begin with because in any other workplace, putting together the uh, portfolio, if you will, that mm-hmm. Brian Ferentz has would get him fired off of any other staff. But because It wouldn't Danny, even be a question. Right. And I will always say, you can mark this down, Danny. I have said this. Some people think it's a joke. It's not. When my son, either one of them, if either of them tries to get into sports media, I will actively look to get them fired so they can learn. So they can learn. <laughs> there you go. All right. Help them grow. To learn a lesson. All right? You'd be like, Dad, can I get a job? No. No, you can't. All right? In fact, I'm going to put a fake felony on your resume because I want you to work through adversity. That's the kind of father I plan to be. It's because you care. Exactly. It's because I care. It's a very good way to put it. Uh, All right. So with that, we're updating everything. We should say that Kansas State did get a field goal. It's 35 to 13. Uh, 6.33 left to go in the third. But we are rapidly approaching... uh, what we, th- what we think is pretty interesting, right? We talked with Michael Felder. He thought at the end of the third quarter might be the time that Bryce Young gets out of this game. And again, we're at a total right now of 48 points. In-game total peaked at 71 and a half. And there's a big play for Bryce Young in the Crimson Tide who are down to midfield now. So again, I think that 71 and a half was the highest we're going to see and that that play was under. We'll see if that is the case. All right, NFL. We transition here a little bit last 25 minutes or so as we look ahead to next week. Uh, I know there's a couple of things that we had planned uh, to begin with, but I wanted to get some bets that you've got already, if anything, Danny, because uh, I've got a couple that are all kind of tied together. But did you have anything on the board for the National Football League next week that you wanted to go through? Yeah, man, I'm kind of a uh, I'm kind of in a bummer situation here because I had this total that I bet over between Arizona and Atlanta. And granted, look, I was prepared to take a beating in that game if it didn't happen. But now I'm getting David freaking Blau in at quarterback for the Arizona Cardinals. And apparently DeAndre Hopkins is not playing either. So, again, I bet 42. The original movement was toward the over. It went from 40 to 42. And now you're seeing 41 in the hooks posted. Uh, you're seeing 40 and a half out there. You've seen now Atlanta move to as high as a six-point favorite against the Cardinals, although some books, as we see at BetMGM, have them laying five in the hook. But look, the reason that I did like this game going toward the over, JVT, this game means nothing to both of these teams, right? It's more so of a development type of thing, especially on the side of Atlanta. Desmond Ritter is your quarterback, who apparently they're actually going to trust a little bit more so than they did with Marcus Mariota. I think he's an upgrade for Mariota because they wouldn't even let Mariota throw the ball. Last week, Ritter actually went 22-33 for 218 yards. It gets a pretty stout ball. Baltimore Ravens defense on the road. No touchdowns, no interceptions, but again, he's a work in progress. And now you're going up against a Cardinals pass defense that ranks 19th according to DVOA, a Cardinals secondary that is allowing the highest completion rate in the NFL. So again, you're kind of just letting everything out of the bag. Ritter's playing for his job. Arthur Smith literally said this kid's got to go out there and prove it to us that he can be the starter for this team next year. So that's why I think you're going to get offense on the side of Atlanta. And then with Arizona, well, you're just going up against an abysmal uh, Atlanta Falcons defense and that they could at least produce some points. But now, of course, with David Blau in the mix, things change. I know he can air it out, but uh, 
I can't necessarily say I advise it as much. So I'm stuck with the 42. But sticking on Desmond Ritter, I, I would have looked over his completions or attempts prop. But when I was doing all my research yesterday for the podcast, it was not out. But what was out was his passing yards prop. And 181 and a half with the over minus 101 was a play that I made. I just told you that the Cardinals allow the highest completion rate to opposing quarterbacks. Ritter was actually allowed to throw the ball and did it fairly well last week, relatively speaking, against the Ravens. And now you're going up against what I consider and statistics consider a worse defense in Arizona. I think he can be able to pad those stats. And Drake London has really been his favorite target. I think he's gotten like 14 receptions on 20 targets the last two games. And his receiving yards prop was in the high 50s. He's gotten like in the 70s and above. So if he can keep that connection going it's such a low price at 181 and a half in a game that could just be garbage nonsense all over the place every opposing quarterback has eclipsed that mark against the arizona cardinals and i'm banking on ritter to do the same i like it all makes sense and i would be in on that i agree now i will say i do think you're not dead either from like an over standpoint with all the points that you're making and i don't know if blau is really that big of a drop-off given how poor the quarterback play has been at times for Arizona. You know what I mean? So I, I think that mm-hmm. you're uh, I think you're not in the worst position to be in. So I have I have a little bit here, but it, it, a lot of it ties back to a couple of certain teams. What are your thoughts on this matchup for the Seattle Seahawks against the New York Jets? I, I'm curious. I want to gauge your thoughts on this before I get into mine. <laughs> uh, because you, I mean, you know where I'm going with this because you've seen my plays, but what are your thoughts on Seattle's matchup with New York this weekend? Man, I've gone back and forth on this JVT, so ultimately that's why I'm staying away. I really think you can make the case for either team, and that's such a cop-out answer because obviously the Jets are just a a one-and-a-half-point favorite. Look, defense does travel, and the Jets have an enormous advantage defensively compared to Seattle. Geno Smith is looking like the Geno Smith we've been accustomed to his entire career, but it looks like, what, Tyler Lockett's going to be back, so that is a huge upgrade on the offensive side of the ball. And yes, Mike White is an upgrade for the Jets compared to Zach Wilson. Heck, anybody would be an upgrade compared to Zach Wilson. So I understand why the Jets are a slight favorite. I I slightly lean toward them and I slightly, well, I more so lean toward the under here. But JVT, again, I'm not going to play this. Playoff implications on the line, two kind of gross teams. A small lean with the Jets. Not going to be shocked at the outcome regardless, though. So I, I've got Seattle. Uh, I've got a Seattle money line play. I've tied Seattle into a couple of teasers as well, you know, getting them up to seven and a half. Yeah, um, I like that. Uh, look, I, I think one of the things that the market has really kind of missed here with New York, uh, I think a lot of people, Danny, remember that fateful game in week 12 against your Chicago Bears, right? Where Mike White bursts onto the scene. He drops back 30 times, throws three touchdowns. Yep. Everybody gets all excited. Since then, the guy has not thrown for a touchdown. It's only been two games, but he's not thrown for a touchdown. He's graded below average from a PFF standpoint, committed a couple of turnover-worthy plays. He's not been the guy that a lot of people expect him to be or thought he is or think he is. And I think a lot of people get wrapped up in one of the key statements that you made. Anybody can be better than Zach Wilson, right? Like the, the baseline is so low that I think the market has kind of freaked out here and really overvalued what this Jets team has been. And if you look at what we have seen now with the Jets over the last couple of weeks, the market has clearly overvalued them. From a spread standpoint, New York has not been getting it done, right? They have failed to cover three out of the last four games. I think, I think they're a little overvalued. So I've got the Seahawks tied to a couple of teasers. I'll tell you what those teasers are as you move into the National Football League slate when we come back and also give you updates on what's happening. Uh, I'll give you a hint. There's nothing happening in this Music City Bowl, I'll tell you that much, (laughs) when we return. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is Live Bet Saturday on VSAN, the sports betting network. BetMGM is offering football fans a chance to pocket an extra 20% in cash winnings. Just log into your BetMGM account to receive your EPL Parlay Boost token today. Then place an EPL Parlay with a minimum of three legs. If the Parlay hits, an extra 20% will be added to your winnings. New to BetMGM? Download the app. Sign up today to jump into the action with your EPL Parlay Boost token. Find out why soccer is more exciting than ever when you wager at the king of sportsbooks. Grab your EPL Parlay Boost token at BetMGM right now and take your shot at a big win. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Got to be 21 years of age or older to wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued is non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi, Nevada, and New York. All right, last couple of minutes. We're going to get back to the National Football League momentarily, but we are live bet Saturday, so let's update the betting and the live aspect of it. Bryce Young and Alabama, they are opening this bad boy up 42-13. to 13. A, a pass to Kobe Prentice for 47 yards. Again, these big plays through the air, Danny, have killed Kansas State's defense. And I'm going to say this. We're at the end of the third quarter. Michael, uh, Michael Felder had this point. It is, I'm terrible at math. What are we talking about here? A uh, 29-point game with a quarter to play. Uh, we're done. You're going to be the number one overall pick in the NFL draft. We dropped 42 points in the first three quarters. Our point is proven. Their offense stinks today. You're not playing anymore. And I think now, as you look at this from an in-game standpoint, if you're looking at, again, betting this thing under the total, I think that would be the way to go. I think, obviously, that high of 71 was just that. It was a high. But I think you're looking to just get out of this thing. And uh, we're all done here. Yeah, at this point, this is where you let the other kids play, as Michael was saying. And we were kind of speculating that, too, right? I mean, it was such quick scoring that you knew there was so much time left. But now that you've crept into the fourth quarter and you are continuing to score and all you've allowed is a field goal, it's going to be conservative o'clock for Alabama. Look, Kansas State's still going to try. They don't want to look at the stat sheet and show they got completely blown out and embarrassed in this bowl game. But, um, yeah, I don't see the total right now at BetMGM, but... We'll be curious to see where it is and if it's worth the play. Because even if Alabama is putting in their reserves, are they still going to pass it a little bit to get them some reps? Eh, probably not. You don't want to be completely disrespectful. But, um, yeah, we've done that before, and maybe we can capitalize on it again in this game. Uh, I'm willing to bet, as the total is not on the board, I'm willing to bet all we see the rest of the way is a spread. I think you're probably done hanging probably. an in-game total, right? Yeah, more than like You might get it briefly. We'll see, I guess, if Kansas State does anything here on this next drive, but if not, you may be right. This also just passed over on my timeline. I did not realize this because I did not see the actual touchdown itself. Uh, Kobe Prent, we almost had a Deshaun Jackson moment. Kobe Prentice dropped to the spot. It was close. Yeah, yeah. Like, it was really <laughs> close. And like I'm looking at a still shot of it like, uh, that's really close. <laughs> we almost had a pretty pretty embarrassing moment, but uh, they do, of course, rule it official. So uh, Alabama with a 42-13 lead at the start of the fourth quarter. And as I mentioned, we're all but dead here in the Music City Bowl in terms of scoring. Still 21-0, 10-39 left to go in the fourth. Uh, Iowa doesn't really care. They're 0-9 on third downs. They're just trying to get out of this thing. Or I don't know. 
they've been so bad offensively all year long. Maybe this is them trying their hardest. Still, they stink. Only one offensive touchdown and uh, two defensive touchdowns is the reason why they lead by this margin. So, JVT, yeah. the, the total was just at 23 and a half. The over yeah. had a little bit of juice. That It's just so, I mean, like one field goal. Come on. You can't get one in the second half. Yeah, it's pretty bad. And like <laughs> I said, like this is this is why I'm, I'm pretty happy with the, the decision to go back in and bet this thing second yeah, half under uh, a, a middle shot uh, was there. But ultimately, I'm going to uh, mitigate some losses here. I'm betting this thing over, and that that was uh, the uh, the safer plan. So, good thing. And uh, really quick, job. 65 and a half, very very briefly posted at BetMGM okay. for Alabama Kansas State. All right. Yeah, I would I would assume. And Bryce Young doesn't have his helmet right now, so we'll see if that's going to be the case. He is just on the sideline. They're not on offense right now, but I would assume his day is done. All right, so we were talking about this uh, Seattle team. So I made my case um, and why I think, and you mentioned that, you know, maybe the teaser leg would be something that you would like to to like uh, to add there with um, with the Seattle Seahawks. So I bet the money line, have them on a few teasers. The teasers that I have, Danny, and you tell me if you're in on these or not, uh, Seahawks plus seven and a half with the Steelers and Seahawks plus seven and a half with the Dolphins. Steelers up to eight, Dolphins up to eight and a half. I like the Dolphins one. And I, I was kind of on a side of this earlier this season when Tua first went out. And I think it was, I can't remember who they were playing exactly, but it was the Dolphins against somebody and Teddy Bridgewater was in. But then he got injured and then the third stringer came in. So then my bet inevitably yeah, ended was, up getting screwed. That was the Jets you game, were, by the way. Okay, yeah. yeah. Okay, that's right. So I, I'm of the notion that like Teddy Bridgewater isn't this insurmountable drop-off from Tua Tungavailoa, especially what we've seen these past few games from Tua. I think Teddy's one of the top backups in the league. I mean, this dude was fighting for a starting position in several teams. So uh, I don't hate the idea of teasing them up because realistically – yeah, plus two and a half at that point. You might as well kind of just look toward Miami money line. But I like having that security with Teddy Bridgewater because this New England defense, let's face it, still is one of the top ones in the league. They have their mishaps, but against the pass, they've been incredibly efficient. And you got to imagine Miami can keep it within that number two, even though their defense is really just not strong at all because New England's offense is inept, right? Mac Jones is having issues. Matt Patricia is your play caller, and he's been doing a horrendous job of doing so. Really, the only success offensively that they consistently have comes from the backfield with Ramondre Stevenson. But Ramondre had himself a tough game last week. Crucial fumble toward the end. So, yeah, I I like that teaser angle actually a lot with Miami. I would like that side a lot more than uh, the Pittsburgh one, although I don't hate it per se, but I I just feel stronger about the Miami one. Yeah, Pittsburgh is, uh, you're talking, excuse me, you're talking about quintessential teaser territory. Um, mm-hmm. A total of 35 or 35 and a half and catching eight points or getting that up to eight or eight and a half if you can. Um, that is a perfect teaser candidate for you if you're Pittsburgh. And well, the other thing, too, is Tyler Huntley, and you've kind of hit on this. Uh, Huntley in this Baltimore offense has not been good. Uh, it's not been good in yeah. any way, shape, or form. Steelers are better defensively now that they're getting healthier. And when we're talking about this low total. If I'm going to lose a teaser leg because the Ravens beat me by nine or more points, so be it. Uh, but I think I'm willing to risk that here, given the game situation that we're looking at pre-flop and how poor this has been for the uh, Ravens offense. So let me get your thoughts on this. This is not a Sunday game, but I do have this also tied in. Uh, I have also, and this is this is the wild leg of it because as the total gets higher, games get more volatile, and teasers lose a little bit of their value. But I think highly of this team, and I bet the money line and included them on the teaser leg as well, teasing the Cincinnati Bengals up against the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, I, I think that's a good option to make as well. I, I kind of like Cincinnati outright in this game, but if you want to opt in for a tad bit more security, that would be the route to take too. If Look, even if it's one, you do six in the hook, lay a little bit more. You find a good partner with it. I think that's a good route to take. Cincinnati, to me, you know, we were just talking about it on Big Bets earlier this week. I have them as my number one team in the AFC. I truly believe that because they've already beaten Kansas City three times once this year. And the difference is... Cincinnati has a defense, folks. People are kind of neglecting the fact that that's been the biggest improvement to their game. They arguably, and I say arguably because Miami's in the conversation, have the best wide receiver core in the AFC. And I'm not going to say home field advantage necessarily, but playing at Cincinnati is better than going to Buffalo. Yes, Buffalo has a head coaching advantage, but the second half defense for Cincinnati has been huge and a reason why they beat Kansas City earlier this year. Now with Buffalo, their issues are, yeah, the run game is incredible 
incrementally been improving in the second half of the season. But right when they get that ounce of pressure, it seems like they abandon it. And then it's all right, Josh Allen, roller coaster experience. Here we come. He can either show life of being one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL, or he can show the other side of being what you mentioned, volatile. And this guy's throwing picks left and right and kind of just making egregious decision making skills. So the point remains, though, I like Cincinnati to win outright, but I also very much like the idea of teasing them up, JVT. All right, man. Last two minutes. Let's get back to this college football semifinal. Your thoughts first. TCU, Michigan, where are you going? Yeah, so I did Michigan minus seven at minus a buck 20. Uh, if you don't want to buy down to seven, that's fine. I still think Michigan, of course, if I'm laying seven, can cover that number. But I, I just bought the extra security because of what the offense presents for TCU and the fact that they may be able to get a late garbage time kind of backdoor cover and get you right to that point at seven. But Michigan dominates in the trenches. They'll make the necessary second half adjustments and Harbaugh will find himself in the college football championship game. So that's what I got there. Nothing yet with Georgia and Ohio State. I lean Georgia but I might end up playing this over after these discussions that we've had. So haven't done anything official, may wait in game, but my official pre-flop position for those games, of course, Michigan minus seven. Yeah, I'll find myself on TCU first half in this game, but we'll see where it goes from there. And as far as Georgia, Ohio State goes, I like six and a half like a month ago. So <laughs> uh, we're sitting at uh, five now, but I do think that if it continues to dip, I might double dip there in a back Georgia yet again. I do still find myself uh, on the, my analysis has not changed, although my read of the market uh, was a little off there. So give me Georgia in that matchup against Ohio State. All right, Danny, that'll do it for us here today. We'll be back next Saturday to talk about a national championship game and more. We'll have a lot more college basketball, too, as college football moves to the side. But we're not done today on VSIN. Live Bet Saturday continues and, of course, have analysis all throughout the semifinal matchups in college football here on the Sports Betting Network. We'll see you. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.